that housing crisis, as you know, is a story that's deepened and different levels of government have tried all kinds of things to address the problem. City planning, more precisely zoning, has been in the spotlight through a lot of this. If you take it right to the federal level, which has nothing to do with zoning in municipalities, um, Pierre Polyev has talked about it. Other ministers within the government have talked about, okay, we're going to offer you money in terms of uh, housing funding, right? We're going to give you money to help you build housing, but we are going to say to municipalities, if you want this money, we're going to bully you a bit. You're going to have to come up with better rules around zoning and where people can develop and how that's going to work. And, you know, if it, if you're building uh, a transit station, fine, we'll give you money for, you know, an LRT station, but it's going to come tied to the contingent plan. That you're also going to build a high-density housing close to that. So uh, it's all levels of governments talking about how we build our municipalities and what our zoning rules say and how they dictate what we can and can't do. And all my years of covering municipal politics... I can't recall many people telling me stories about how much they appreciate zoning or how much they love zoning. It's usually a problem in one way or another that somebody's trying to get around. And in reality, if you think about it, that's what it's meant to do. Zoning is essentially the, the set of rules that determine what can be built where. And there are reasons, right? Not everyone agrees on those set of rules, but they're there to, you know, make society function. But a lot of focus on them. Um, our next guest, Bladen Dibbon, is a manager of planning with uh, Select Engineering Consultants and recently wrote an opinion piece in the Edmonton Journal on this topic. Um, Bladen, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here today. Thanks for inviting me. You know, zoning, when we talk about it, like I say, it's usually a point of friction, right? And, and it's always been that way going back a long way. We've had zoning rules going back basically since we've had cities in this country. Correct, yes. Uh, it's, it's definitely, um, it affects everybody, um, but people may not know how it affects them. So uh, we thought it was important to uh, try and try and help um, calm people down on on what's happening with the zoning bylaw today. Yeah. So when we take a look at the zoning bylaw, and we'll get to the proposed changes and what people are talking about, not only in Edmonton but in Calgary as well. Um, zoning is there, like I say, for a very good reason. It sort of says, no, you're not allowed to build whatever the case may be because of public health or safety or whatever. It sort of it it, it separates different sectors of a community to make sure that everything functions. It's got a good purpose, right? Correct. Yeah, it's how we organize um, lands, uh, how we how we have transparency on what can be built next door, um, and it also helps organize uh, complementary uses. So, if you have high density and commercial together um, with with mixed use, it, it they work together at helping to make each other viable. Um, and when you take a look at it, um, times change, rules change, things change. So, zoning has to be reconsidered. We have to have a process where we can do that. That's what we're talking about. And that's normal too when it comes to zoning. This is part of the problem around zoning is it's never constant. It can't be, right? No, correct. Um, as as planning consultant, I work uh, in multiple municipalities in the area and they're all looking at how to improve their zoning, how to allow for more flexibility, um, to allow for you know developers and, and people to build what they what they think they need. Um, and what the market requires. So it's a constantly changing uh, bylaw. In the case of Edmonton, they're doing a whole new bylaw to replace the old one, but it's still just building on what was already there. Right. It's, it's tweaks to it. So when we take a look at, like you say, the, it's all up for discussion right now, and it's all going to be happening very soon here, and it's such a focus right now with the housing crisis. What are the forces you think that are leading this discussion? What are the key considerations as we re-examining the zoning bylaw in Edmonton? 
Well, I think you mentioned uh, affordability. Um, when we talk about uh, you know restricting land and not having uh, enough land to, to build houses at a, at a, at a quick pace, uh, that definitely affects affordability. Having flexible zones that allow for smaller units, smaller uh, lots, um, different types of lots, allowing for uh, secondary suites and grad suites uh, on the same lot uh, allows people to, to buy a house and also have some rental income with it, uh, allows people to get mortgages a little bit easier and, and uh, you know, just in, in overall general uh, improves affordability. And density, like you say, is going to be a, a key component and a key discussion here. You take a look at what happened, and I mean, Calgary hasn't gone ahead, but the proposal they're looking at is basically rezoning the entire city, you know, and changing the density rules. Are those kind of sweeping changes, uh, is that what's needed, do you think? Well, I think flexibility is the biggest thing. So if, if we can have, uh, you know, density um targets we already have density targets with the Edmonton municipal region board um and we are um trying to meet those densities so but in order to do that in some places like st albert and um and spruce grove it, it's difficult if we can't get small enough uh, lots in there and mm-hmm. small enough houses uh, it's t- difficult to meet meet those densities um sometimes the the thought is oh just build more apartments you'll make the density but there's not a market for it. not everybody wants to live in an apartment sure so you need to get smaller ground-oriented houses uh, that people can afford to buy, uh, want to live in, have a backyard, um, and as well organized so it's it's near parks and, and amenities and commercial. So, I mean, you talk about flexibility, and I think that's such an important piece to this. Have we been too rigid? Do we need to have something that's a little, like you say, not everybody wants the same thing, and you're not going to be able to just say, this is what we're doing, and because it may not work. So that flexibility, how important do you think that is? Uh, very important. Um, and we need diversity in our neighborhoods. So all different types of people want to live in uh, neighborhoods. We need yeah. to accommodate everyone. Um, and that creates a healthy um, a healthy net neighborhood, healthy uh, citizens, healthy streetscape. And when you have different types of houses and different types of people all in one area and one community. Um, so I think that flexibility of regulations allows us to provide different types of housing uh, to different types of people. And that helps with velocity. So, you know, developers, they, they want to bring on many units. It doesn't, you know, that's what their business is, bringing on houses, bringing on lots. And, and that helps keep affordability low if the supply is there. Um, so the, it's very important to have the flexible regulations that allow for that. You know, as somebody involved in, you know, planning and development and all these sorts of things in the city, zoning is step one. And typically zoning is meant to try and help deal with a conflict in some way. There's no question we have um, a difficulty in some places with people who are really resistant. The density really upsets a lot of people. How do we how do we overcome that? Can we overcome that? Because even with, you know, this proposal that's coming forward, there are already people that are really, really concerned about it. Well, our, our new neighbourhoods are building out more densely than the old neighbourhoods. Um, so new neighbourhoods are, are mandated to, to, to be 45 units per hectare. Um, so, uh, you know, a typical neighbourhood that's been built in Edmonton is closer to the 20 to 25 units per hectare, so almost half the density of these new neighbourhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens over time. It, it's, not, it's not all of a sudden all of these houses are going to be removed and, and replaced with apartments and townhouses. It, it, it's very slow because people still live in their houses. Nobody's pushing them out. Um, but on a, uh, and that's why we need a balance of that, uh, you know, the city plan mandate of 
getting to that 50-50 split of infill and, and um, uh, suburban development. Um, it's uh, over. We're not there yet. There's not enough land in an infill situation to provide uh, enough units to to allow for the population coming in to all build in an infill situation. So we have. Um, uh, it, it happens slowly over time, and so it, as regulations get uh, loosened, um, infrastructure becomes infrastructure. Regulations get loosened as well. We're working with Epcor uh, to sort of reduce water um, water capacity requirements, and a lot of people are working to try and get more affordable infill uh, in place and, and allowable. So. Uh, as that happens over time, we'll see a bit of momentum to get some more density. But uh, right now, it, it's a slow it's a slow go. There's, it's happened incrementally it over does. time. I mean, when we take a look at this, and I think a lot of people think of this, uh, you know, we're going to have this revision and this reconsideration, and it's going to be a big challenge, and it is. There's no doubt. But at the same time, do you see it as sort of an opportunity, Bladen? Maybe we actually th- come out in a much better position than we are now. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. It, it's definitely this is an opportunity to um, add more uh, flexibility to work together to to bring to market what people want to want to live in. Um, you know, things are changing over time. Like I said, slowly. Um, people's cha- minds are changing yeah. over time and what they want to live in, where, how they want to uh, raise their families, and and um, I think you know this new zoning bylaw. It it's it's moving the needle a little bit it's not it's not like a wholesale change yep. from what we've been doing over time yeah not the end all but it, it's an important step Bladen, thanks so much for your time today appreciate you being here okay thanks Shay.